Welcome to Hope Assembly of God Online. We believe no matter the journey, there is always hope. This is a recording of our live Sunday sermon, unedited, uncut, real. Well, good morning. Here we are again back at Sabella Production Studios. Uh, I'm thankful for the crew that I have here. Uh, Liz is the lighting director. Joe is the cameraman and producer, and Dory is our uh, social media coordinator, and I'm Pastor Sabella, and we're glad to have you with us. I am wearing one of the gifts that I received for Christmas. It's a Hope Assembly jersey with uh, God's perfect number, number seven, with Reverend Sabella on the back, which I can't show you right now, but I'm wearing it for a reason and on purpose because I wanted you to know that uh, as we approach and as we're in at 2021, I'm ready. I am ready for 2021. 2020, difficult year, no doubt about it. And we're still living in some of the, the difficulties and, as we say, trials, troubles, and tears. But I'm ready for 2021. I'm ready for what God is going to do. He's going to bring us through this. And in Scripture, whenever his people have gone through difficulties, there's always victory, and there's always rewards at the end. So I'm wearing my football jersey because I'm ready for whatever 2021 brings, and I want to help you get ready for 21, uh, 2021 as well. I'm sure you're glad that uh, it's over. We approach this new year excited again about what God is going to do. Today we're also beginning a new series the 10 promises that you need to know, 10 promises that you need to know. I have a lot to go over with you today, and so we're going to try to keep it moving as quickly as possible and to uh, stay as engaged as possible. But if you would, at the very beginning, before we do the verse of the day, just greet one another uh, in the message portion of however you're watching this on your phone or whatever. You know what I've been hearing, and people have been sending me pictures that they stream this to their large screen TV. Well, congratulations to you that do that. You get to see my face even bigger than what's normal. So congratulations to you on that, and God bless you. Uh, he'll reward you for, for enduring that. Um, so, But just uh, send a greeting. Send a Happy New Year uh, out so that we can see it and know that you're there and know that you are listening. Well, the verse of the day for each of the next 10 weeks is going to correspond with whatever the promise is that we're covering that week. Throughout this 10-week series, our pastors are going to be involved as well. Uh, Pastor Rose is going to share a promise. Pastor Joe, who's actually preaching in uh, Cape May First Assembly for Pastor Leo, he's there today. Uh, he's going to share one. Pastor Rick is going to share one and then I'll be sharing the rest of them. But here's the first one, and I think it's just one of the best uh, in, in all of Scripture. And it's from Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah 41.10. It says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Wow, what a passage. Underline it. Highlight it. Write it out. Journal it. Make a poster of it. I don't know. Whatever you need to do to have it as a reminder to you, do that. 
Uh, let's look at it one more time in Isaiah 41.10. I'll be preaching on it in just a few moments. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. Wow, we've had times of fear in the past year. We've been dismayed, and I'll explain that in this past year. But we don't have to be. For I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Heavenly Father, as we gather together, even though we're separate, we're together in the person of Jesus Christ and the purpose of Jesus Christ to make disciples. Lord, as we have our first service of this year, we rededicate and surrender our lives to you all over again. And we ask God for your will to be done in our lives. We come to you today to worship you, to thank you. We come to you humbly asking for uh, your touch, your strength, and your power, and your help, Lord, as we approach this new year. Thank you, Lord, for the great church that we have the privilege of being a part of. We're ready. We're ready as a church to move forward, God. Uh, we just wait on you, and we worship and love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for your faithfulness and giving. Uh, again, I, I, at some point, I'm going to stop talking about 2020, but so much of what has happened continues to affect our lives. But I want to thank you for your faithful giving throughout the past year. We were able to not just maintain, but to move forward in many different ways because of your faithful, faithful giving. Uh, you can give in multiple different ways if you're new or if you uh, haven't been online with us. Um, uh, let me just explain a couple things to you. You can go on our website, www.godgivesyouhope.com, hit the donate button. You can set up your own private uh, encrypted account and you can give through that. What some of our people have done uh, through the years in their online giving, they set it up one time, and then it, they auto, it automatically draws from their account at a certain time each month, and you go from there. You can download our app. We have it for iOS. We have it for Android, Hope Assembly. Just look for our logo, Hope Assembly of God. It'll come up right away for you. Download that. And we like to say of our app, everything you need to know to grow in your relationship to the Lord is on that app from a contact card to Bible reading to prayer requests to uh, giving to uh, podcasts to the uh, link to YouTube to see our services. I mean, everything is on that app. Just really one download and everything you need is, is there. You can give through that. We have offering envelopes available. If you would like that, if you don't have a number, just contact us at GodGivesYouHope at gmail.com. And we'll make sure you get a number. We'll mail them out. A lot of people use them. It gives the date, gives the number, and it's already addressed. All you have to do is sign it, seal it, and send it, and it comes right to the church. Sign it, seal it, and send it, and comes right to the church. Uh, the biggest laugh that I've ever gotten in the church in 21 years of my warped sense of humor, the biggest laugh I've ever received was when I said, just send the check signed but blank and I'll take care of filling it in for you. People thought that was hysterical, but you can just sign it, seal it, and send it, and we'll take care of that. If you have any questions, again, godgivesyouhope at gmail.com. We will get back to you and let you know what's going on. 
One of the things that we're looking forward to in 2020 is celebrating our 100th year. Our 100th year. I can't even imagine uh, how many years that is. I won't mention anyone's name um, uh, this morning online, but you know who you are that have been here since there was just dirt in the ground. Uh, I hope that you're watching. I hope your grandson is helping you with it. Uh, some of you are laughing because you know who I'm, who I'm talking about. Celebrating our 100th year. Well, let me give a couple of announcements before we look to God's, God's Word. Number one, again, with this theme of moving forward, we have invited Christina Pike to become an intern, a ministry intern at our church. She is uh, in the area, living at the campground. Uh, she has her own place now. I like to tease her because I remember when she was born. I was at the hospital a day after she was born, dedicated her, baptized her in water, watched her go to the mission field, uh, go to college and all of that. And now she's on board as an intern. She's like a full-grown human being now. It's, a, it's amazing to see. So uh, she's coming on. She's going to specifically work with our young adults. We have a tremendous young adult program. Uh, in ministry at the church, and we needed some help there. And just as the Lord leads, he guided us in this direction, and so we welcome her as a ministry intern. We call all of our ministers needs-based ministry, because although her focus will be young adults, wherever there's a need, uh, we're going to minister. And so we welcome Christina to the ministry team, and we're excited about our young adult ministry. It won't be long. Uh, that we're going to get through this and we're going to be able to get back to all of our ministries and being able to meet again and all of these different things. So welcome, welcome. I, I had originally targeted the 10th for our next on-site service. I'm not sure yet. We will meet as a board this week and decide that and we'll get that information out to you. Uh, by every means that's available to us. So we appreciate your flexibility all throughout this, this year. Another advancement is we're working on the, the basement of, of the church. Some of you have probably never even been on that side. We have 17 classrooms under the social hall, and we it needed a lot of work. I had always joked that the, the next poor pastor was going to be one to take care of the basement, but it didn't work out that way. So we've uh, ripped out all the carpets. We've put polished concrete down. We're painting all of the rooms, all of the doors, new black cove. We're turning some of the larger rooms into game rooms, which we're excited about for the children, youth, young adults, and anyone that considers themselves young, which I would certainly be in that category. Uh, and so we're doing that for, for our young people. Our children's ministry rooms will be down there. When it's finished, it is going to be spectacular. New lighting, new tiles, just everything. And so we're excited, excited about that. The last thing I want to talk to you about this morning before we look to God's, uh, God's Word is the 21 for 21. The 21 for 21. I kind of just came up with this thought uh, as we were approaching this new year. I'm not leaving 2020 and heading into 2021 without prayer and fasting. Um, we don't know what the future is going to hold, but I want to be spiritually prepared, and I want you to be spiritually prepared for whatever the Lord has in store for us in this new year. 
Jesus taught that there are only some things that happen through prayer and through fasting. And so starting tomorrow, we're calling the church to 21 days of prayer and fasting. And what we've done is we've put together a packet for you that will help you in this. An email went out to you this morning, uh, so check your email. If you didn't get the email, please give us your email at godgivesyouhope at gmail.com. We'll get that, put it in the list, and we'll send you this packet. Uh, we're happy to do it. We tried the best we could to get everyone's email inputted. Uh, it's difficult. It's hundreds of emails uh, to do that. If you didn't get it, it's nothing personal. Uh, we might just not have it where we thought we had it or whatever, but we want to get this packet out to you that will help you in these next 21 days. Uh, I'm going to meet again on Facebook Live at Wednesday at 7 o'clock, and I'll review some of this with you again. But we want to start on the 4th, 21 days. Everything that you need is in this packet. It begins with the 10 promises, 10 promises that we want you to read every day. That's your scripture reading. Read them every day. Get the word of God into your heart and into your life. The next page talks about how we can pray the Lord's Prayer. Maybe you've been a Christian for a long time and you have a strong prayer life. Maybe you're new uh, in your faith, or maybe you're not even sure where you're at in your faith. Jesus gave the Lord's Prayer as a guide, and so that's what we're going to use. That's included in here. Also, the types of fasts. I know when people think fast, they think no food or no drink. Well, that's really not the only way to fast. And this page here gives you some different ways to fast. Dory and I are going to do a partial fast. We've talked about it and what we're going to do uh, by way of fasting. My one recommendation is don't go on a complete fast if you've never done it before. Check with your doctor. We're not trying to harm your health. We're trying to grow you spiritually. And so be careful in that. Make sure the Lord is leading you in that direction. In fact, if I could offer my assistance, if you feel that the Lord is telling you to do that, why don't you get in touch with me? Let's talk it through a little bit. I'm not to dissuade you to, from doing something the Lord has said, but let's just be wise in that. But there are many ways to do it. The last one that's listed I thought was a great one is a soul fast. Maybe you're on social media too much. Maybe your fast needs to include stepping away from social media. Maybe you're on TV or you're binge-watching Netflix too much. And that's what the Lord is speaking to your heart about, uh, giving that up for 21 days so that you can grow closer to the Lord. That's a soul fast. But all that's there. Look it over. Everything is there that you need. And then your prayer requests are listed. There, list them. This is for you. List your prayer requests that you'd like to lift up to the Lord in the next 21, 21 days. So everything that you need is included in the packet. Okay, lastly, let me take a deep breath. If you did not receive the email, just email godgivesyouhope at gmail.com and we will send that out to you, okay? Uh, good. My mom is watching online. I'll have to mail it to you, mom, if you want it. Yeah, she's nodding. Yes, for nineteen ninety five, I will mail it to my mom because I'm a generous guy. Nineteen ninety five, I'll mail it to my mom. 
Uh, just send a check. Keep it blank, Mom, and I'll take care of it. Uh, take care of it for you. We started doing online in March of last year, and I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, thankfully, during that time, I don't know if it was spring break or whatever, my son was home, and he helped set up a broadcasting program, and we've been making it up as we go along ever since. But in a way, we're much better prepared for ministry now than we were last March. Technology is not going away. It's going to be part of our lives. And you that are watching today have said, you know what? It's going to be part of our lives. I'm going to learn it. I use someone as an example, and I'm not going to say her name, but I'm so proud of her. I will say her age, uh, 89 years old. She decided that she was not going to uh, go into a shell, that she was going to get on this Facebook that she's heard about, this Facebook Live, and she was going to continue to participate in the life of the church. So her daughter was going to buy her an iPad. Her granddaughter said, why would you get her an iPad? She doesn't know how to use it. Well, my 89 year old friend said, you know what? I'm gonna learn it just to spite my granddaughter. And she did. And she watches each and every week. And you know who you are. And I'm so proud of you and thankful for you. Um, if you're a little stuck with technology and not sure what to do, ask someone. We're here to help. Ask your children, ask your grandchildren in particular. They've grown up with technology. They know what to do. Uh, it's not going away. I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful that we can continue to have church. Uh, even though the building is closed, the church is not closed. Um, so what we do with technology, we're to be stewards of it, and we're using it to the best of our abilities. I hope that you had a great Christmas. Uh, we certainly did here, and but we are looking forward to the new year. I'm going to stretch. I want you to stretch. Take a deep breath. Take a break. And then we're going to look to God's, God's Word together. Good. Are you ready? Are you ready? If you're ready, type in there, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let us know that you're ready, and let us know that you are, are there and listening. I offered each of my production assistants an opportunity to say something, uh, but none of them did. None of them. Not one of them took me up Took me up on it. So it's just me. Lindsay's back in Virginia. She's always willing to be on camera. And uh, we had a great time with her. She's very quick on her feet. And, uh, and we had a, a, a good time. If you didn't see Christmas Eve, go back and watch that. That was a, a real great time together. Okay. Well, let's look to God's Word. We talk about the 21 for 21. The 10 promises that we're going to be covering over the next 10 weeks are in your packet. Are in your packet. We're just going to go week by week, one by one. Why? Because I want the Word of God to be in your heart and in your life. I'm constantly amazed at believers that know the news inside and out, but they don't know the good news. They're not able to share the good news, but yet they're able to share the news uh, with, with someone else. Believers have a much higher calling than just knowing what the news is, the temporal news. We need to know the eternal good news. Uh, people and Christians is what I'm t who I'm talking to now. They know politics and the presidential policies, but don't know the promises 
of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I want you that are part of I Hope Online and are part of Hope Assembly of God, I want you to know the promises of God. I want you to know when you go through difficult times, God has promises in his word that never change, that will help you through those difficult times. Not only help you, but imagine being able to talk to your friends and family that are going through difficult times, and one of the promises of God comes to your mind because it's in your heart, and you can share hope with them. Hope. We need to have the word of God in our lives. So set aside your dedication to politics and policies and focus on the promises of God. And that's what we're here to help you to do. These promises that we're going to share in the next few weeks are based on God's character. Now, that's this is important. Watch. Since they're based on his character and not just our circumstances, they never change. Our circumstances change. We change as people, but God never changes. His character is the same. Therefore, his promises are true for the Old Testament, New Testament, for uh, our lives today, because again, they're based on character. Let me give you a little context of our passage today. I, I hope that you can read along. I know some of you are watching this on your phone and you read the scriptures on your phone. I get that. We used to have something. Uh, it was called a Bible and it was actually a book that we would hold in our hands and actually flip through the pages. Does anybody remember that? If you remember that right, I remember that. I remember that in there. And as a pastor, I remember I would listen for the pages to be turning so I would know that people were turning to the scriptures. Now we all use our phones, myself included. But if you can follow along, uh, it would be helpful for you to read this as I'm reading it to you. In Isaiah 41, starting at verse 8, this is God speaking through Isaiah. He says, But you, O Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, you descendants of Abraham, my friend, I took you from the ends of the earth. From the farthest corners I called you. I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you, and I have not rejected you. Wow, that's good news. Israel, by this point in their history, had done enough wrong that God could justifiably have rejected them. They had rejected him, and they had served other gods, and they had gone against his laws. They broke the covenant, but God never did. He had every right to reject them, but here they are, watch, they're in captivity now. They were taken out of the promised land, brought into Babylon. They couldn't even live in their own homes. They were brought into a foreign country, away from their, their home and away from the land that God had given them. But God is telling them, I want you to know, I know you, I know where you're at, I know what you're going through, and just because you're going through difficult times, I have not rejected you. Now, I want you to catch this this morning at the very beginning of this promise. God has not rejected you either. In John 6, 37, it says that those that the Father gives that come to him, Jesus would in no, way, in no wise cast out. He would never reject those that come to him. God has not rejected you because you're going through 
trials, troubles, and tears. God is with you. This is why I want you to know the promises of God. This is why I want you to know what God has in store for you. He has a covenant with you if you've received Christ as your Savior that's even greater than the old covenant because this covenant was signed with Jesus' blood. God has a plan and a purpose for you. So he tells them in verse 9, I have not rejected you. Then he gives them verse 10, our theme, our promise today, so do not fear. Because I have not rejected you, do not fear, because I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, because I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Let's take a few moments to break this down. First of all, do not fear, for I am with you. Do you know that it says in the Bible, do not fear or do not be afraid 365 times? Because we need to be reminded to do not fear every day of our lives. There is a lot of fear going around. How many of you, and you don't have to answer this, but you know in your heart that anytime you've had a sniffle, a cough, a sneeze, you've thought in your mind, oh no, do I have COVID? I've done it. I've done it. Because we've heard so much about it. And I understand the concerns. And I think the concerns are positive. But God is saying to you today, you don't have to live in constant fear of whatever's going on around us. Because God is with us. God was telling Israel, don't be afraid. Why? Because he's with them. The greatest gift that God gives next to salvation is his presence. That he's with us no matter what we're facing and no matter what we're going through. He says, I am with you. I am with you. He never left Israel. He'll never leave you. You know that passage that says that I'll never leave you and never forsake you? We read it in Hebrews, but it's actually first found in Deuteronomy. He said the same thing to the nation of Israel that he says to his people within the church. I'll never leave you and never forsake you. Now, sometimes we leave God and we move away from God, but he will never leave us and never forsake us. And throughout the past year, as we head into this new year, we don't have to be afraid because God is with us. And I think part of what God wants to do through these 21 days of prayer and fasting and scripture reading, focusing on the promises, is he wants to break the power of fear in your life. Because for some, fear has become a constant companion. What I want to see in your life as your friend, as your pastor, is for that fear to be broken and the presence of God to be a constant companion in your life. Exchange that fear with the presence of God. God promises, do not fear. Why? Because I am with you. The second thing he says is, do not be dismayed. I am your God. Here's dismayed. Here's, here's basically what it means. It means looking around. And when we look around and see all that's going on around us, we panic. That's what it means. And, and Israel could look around and say, we've lost our homeland. We've lost friends and family. People have died. We're under the rule of Babylon. We're in a, a godless nation. We're being forced to do things that we don't want to do. We want to go back home. They looked around at their circumstances and were dismayed. We can look around at our circumstances. And again, I rip the news all of the time because I think it's so horrible. 
for you to watch the 24-hour news, 24 hours a day. If, you're, if you've been a part of Hope Assembly for any length of time, now I'm, I'm somewhat joking in this, but I'm somewhat serious. If you've been a part of Hope Assembly for any length of time and have heard me preach over any length of time and you're still watching the news 24 hours a day and all of the pundits, that's on you. The fear and the discouragement and the anger and the frustration and the discouragement, you've brought that into your life. You've welcomed it into your life. You would never watch, I'm sorry, I'm just being open here. You'd never watch an R-rated movie because they might say a bad word, but yet for 24 hours a day you let this garbage into your mind that does nothing good for you. You're dismayed. You're dismayed. You're, you're, the enemy brings panic when we look around at all of the circumstances. Don't look at the circumstances. Look at the Savior. Look at Jesus and who he is and what he's done in your life leading up to this point and what he'll do into the future when you trust in him. Don't look around at all that's going wrong. Look up at who's right and who's in control and who is in charge. Don't be dismayed. I am your God. There's no one higher than God. There's no one more powerful than God. He has all power. He has all authority. He's the creator, sustainer, and savior of your life. He'll sustain you now and forevermore. If you trust in him, he's with you. And here's what God will do. Again, because of his nature, not because of our goodness, but because of his, he'll strengthen you. You, you know this passage, it's in chapter 40. We're in chapter 41, but look at the end of chapter 40, verse 31. But those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. God is speaking to the Israelites, and he's speaking to us today. In fact, in the more, excuse me, in the more modern translations, God says those who hope in the Lord, meaning that we trust him for the future. We trust him for the future. Wait on the Lord, hope in the Lord. We trust him for the future. If we do that, we'll renew their strength. Are you weary from everything that's going on? I face those times. I'm just tired of it. Just tired of it. You know what we need to do in those times? We need to put our hope in the Lord. Lord, I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future, and I'm going to trust you even in things I don't understand. They will soar like on wings of eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Here's what God will do because of who he is. He will strengthen you through these times. He will help you. And that word help means to rescue or to save. Here were the Israelites in a nation that wasn't their own. He was going to deliver them because he loved them. He would rescue them and save them. God has rescued you. God has saved you. And he will rescue you from whatever you're facing. And he will save you from whatever you're facing when you put your hope and your trust in him. And you focus not on politics and policies and the president, but on the promises of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's what these next 21 days are for, to focus on God. It's not about giving up. It's about gaining. It's about gaining all that God has for us. Watch what else he does. He'll uphold us. That means that he'll enable us to bear whatever we're going through. He'll help us through. You can make it. 
Don't give up. You can make it through whatever you're facing because God will uphold you and he will uphold you with his mighty right hand. If you're waiting for a human to lift you up and uphold you, you're going to be in trouble. Even though they might be able to do it for a little bit, they're not going to be able to sustain it. But when God lifts you up, watch, when he helps you, when he upholds you, when he lifts you up, his strength never gives out. Hold on to God. And what you'll find when you put your hand up and surrender to him, you're holding on tight to him, but what you'll find is actually he's holding on to you. And even when you feel like you can't make it anymore, you can because God is holding on to you. God is holding on to you. He is strong. He is mighty. He will uphold you with his mighty, righteous, meaning faithful right hand. He will never let you down. Some of you already are thinking, but what about, but what up, but, 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 but. I wonder how much of that equation of but what about has really been because of our choices and our decisions and not because of what God has done. I wonder. I just throw that out to you for another time. But I've found that when I look back at my own life and begin to wonder and worry, it's on me and not on him. He will uphold you. He will make you strong. He is faithful. All right. So what do we do now? My sermons are basically broken. I don't know if I've ever told you this. It's what, so what, and now what? What does scripture say? Why does it matter? And what do I do with it? Okay. So here's the now what part of it. Here's what I want you to do. I've told you this before. Your family thinks you're crazy anyhow. So whatever you do in the next two minutes, it's not going to matter. Okay. I want you to literally say out loud. If we were gathered on site, we would all say it together. But I want you and your family that are watching today to say these phrases out loud because something happens. Even, even in salvation, it says that we're to confess with our mouths. There's something happens when we, when we confess it. Now, my family that's gathered here, you don't have to say it out loud, uh, but everybody else can. You can say it in your heart because I don't want it going out uh, so much uh, to everyone. But here's what I want you to say, and it's all based on these promises. Let me say it first, and we'll walk through it together. Mom, I'm going to have you say it too. She's watching in Ohio. All right? I can see. I can't hear you, but I can see if your lips are moving. All right? And uh, so here it is. I will not fear because God is with me. Can you say that? I will not fear because God is with me. I just want... I, want that to sink into your heart. I will not fear because God is with me. I, number two, I will not look around and panic because God loves me. I will not look around all of the circumstances, all of everything that's going on and panic because God loves me. God loves you. He proved it on the cross once and for all. There's no doubt of his love. Don't let it seep into your heart. He loves you. But pastor, I'm going through a difficult, he loves you. Israel was going through a difficult time. He loved them and he delivered them in his time and he'll do the same in your life. Number three, I will make it through because God strengthens me. I will make it through and you can fill in the blank whatever you're going through. I will make it through because God strengthens me. 
And number four, I will not give up because God's got me in his mighty right hand. I will not give up because God's got me in his mighty right hand. Let me read through these four. I'll post them on Facebook later in the day. I will not fear because God is with me. I will not look around and panic because God loves me. I will make it through because God will strengthen me. And I will not give up because God's got me in his mighty right hand. Here's the last part of it. This is from a paraphrase of scripture called the message. Uh, I love reading the message devotionally. And he phrases it so well. Our passage in Isaiah 41.10. Don't panic. God says, I'm with you. There's no need to fear, for I'm your God. I'll give you strength. I'll help you. I'll hold you steady and keep a firm grip on you. And all God's people said, amen. Would you type in amen? Type in amen. Put it in. Shout it out. If you know what that means when you're typing it in. Shout it out. Amen. In sign language, it's amen. I mean, so be it. So be it in our lives. Let's have a word of prayer together and then we'll close. I, I know I went a little bit longer than usual today, but we had a lot to go over uh, as we began. Let's pray. Lord, as we begin these 21 days, may we focus our attention more on you than everything else that's going on. May we set aside a time every day that we read the promises. May throughout the day we focus not on our own desires and our own wants, but we give them over to you that we could uh, focus more of our attention on you. I pray, Lord, for my friends and family that are gathered around their screens today and listening. And God, you've been speaking to their hearts and into their lives, and you've pin pinpointed some very important things that they're dealing with in their life and Lord, what you've said to them today is you're with them. You're not against them. You're for them. I pray, God, that throughout these next 21 days, there would be a breakthrough. A breakthrough in some of these areas that we've struggled with for so long. As we dedicate and rededicate our lives to you all over again. Thank you that your promises are true and always will be true because they're based on who you are and not who I am. But Lord, because of what you've done in my life, I claim those promises. I speak those promises. I live those promises that my life would honor and glorify you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Happy New Year. I told you I was ready. I got my football uniform on. I'm ready for 2021. Be ready. God's going to do something new. He's going to do something great in and through your life. Lastly, don't forget, if you didn't get the email or you want a packet, email us so we have your information. God gives you hope at gmail.com. We will get that out to you right away so you can begin tomorrow, 21 for 21. If you have any questions, you're not sure about things, let us know. God gives you hope at gmail.com. It's specifically for our online congregation and for you. God gives you hope at gmail.com. Love you. Thanks for watching. Benediction. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly, more than we could ask, more than we can imagine. To him be glory 
forever and ever and all God's people say. Thank you for listening to Hope Online Podcast. For more information about Hope Assembly of God, go to www.godgivesyouhope.com or download our app in the App Store.